Hi, this is Dan Sullivan. I'd like to welcome you to the Multiplier Mindset Podcast. I've got another great free zone success story. She's in her second year. Sabrina Norani, she had a problem. And the problem was that she used some skin cream and developed a very, very serious breakout. And you can't be sure by looking at the ingredients whether you're safe. So anyway, she got a passion for doing this because she had to do it for her own health, for her own recovery, for her own well-being. And she said, I bet there are other people you know, have this issue and that there are companies out there that if they did that, they would develop, you know, a much more positive and loyal following from their product. My name is Sabrina Narani, and I'm the CEO and founder of Clear For Me. I've been in coach for about one and a half years now. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. And with my business, particularly with Clear For Me, we are a centralized ingredient SaaS platform that works with brands and retailers to provide ingredient education and transparency to customers. And for now, we're focused in the cosmetics industry. I was forced into it. So I don't come from a beauty or cosmetics background. I come from a finance background and particularly data. So I was a derivatives trader in New York, total different line of work. Years ago, I developed a really bad skin allergy around my lips. They started to puff up and peel around my mouth so much that I was getting staph infections. So essentially, any time I had to use my mouth you know, to talk or to eat or to move it, my skin would crack. And then I knew like what was about to happen you know, once that happened. So for me, I was really forced into you know, just what is it that I'm consuming and what's happening. And I really honed in on the experience as a customer that Anytime I was looking at a product, whether I was shopping online or in store, I could never pick up the product and look at the ingredient list and just quickly understand like, what is this? Is this safe? What's in it? Where is this from? It's a ton of guesswork that we as consumers deal with when we're trying to understand and you know pick the right product for us. I then discovered that the reason that happens is because there's no standardization of ingredient lists. So something as simple as Fragrance has 32 different names that could be used in labels for in an ingredient label. Vitamin C, a really powerful ingredient in anti-aging, has 35 different synonyms. I think the best use case to share is water. There's 60 different ways that water can be labeled in an ingredient label, and it's water, right? It's a universal, <laughs> universal ingredient that we all consume and are made of, but even that can be difficult to find in a very clear, direct way for consumers. So that's what we're trying to solve. I really struggled for like almost two years trying to get it off the ground. And I think it's because I went in different directions. I first thought this is maybe a consumer facing business and I needed to go down the path of creating an app or, you know, building a website where customers can shop for products, you know, and I had to go through that journey in order to realize that inherently for me, like building a consumer facing business, like didn't feel true to me. It, it just felt like, you know, a little bit cringy. Like I didn't want to get up and do that, but I knew this was super helpful. And I knew the people that were going to benefit the most from this were end consumers. And so then I had a moment where I was like, instead of me building my own site and my own app and having to draw like the whole world to like learn about clear for me, I thought, Hey, let me try to go and live where customers already shop. So it's not like a new thing that they have to do. It's already integrated where they're already walking in or shopping online or researching and discovering things that they want to buy or they want to find for their concerns. And so that was like a really key decision in terms of, okay, I'm going to switch now. And what I'm going to do is 
this database that I've been building power an e-commerce website, power like different retail and brand websites that we can provide the education there for customers and provide the clarity there. That meant that I had to now, you know, how was I going to get in front of an Ulta Beauty or how was I going to get in front of Target, right? Like, which is the dream. And that's the goal because that's where a lot of customers shop. You know, that was challenging because it forced me into a role of putting myself out there and being accountable and being really process driven on that side. It didn't go easy at first. I think what really was pivotal was I think I started to do it for a few months and I wasn't getting any traction. I kind of was like, this is it. Like I can't go on like this. And I had some kind of come to moment where I was like, I'm giving myself three months. If I don't book a client in three months time, this means I need to like think about something else. And me giving myself that type of deadline was like essentially, I think what lit a fire because it cleared out the other things I was working on and finding myself doing. Because as an entrepreneur, you always have 50,000 things that are on your to-do list and you sometimes avoid the one that's going to make the most impact. And those three months, you know, I was bold. I was following up. I was emailing the CEO of Revolve and showing him, sending him case studies. I was emailing like innovation chief at Target. And somehow like I started to get bites and I don't even know, it's mind blowing to think like, okay, I have no business and -and so-and-so like is responding back. And I think that builds confidence. You know, by the end of those three months, I was able to, with persistence, get in front of Annie, who's the co-founder and COO at Credo Beauty. And Credo Beauty is the largest clean beauty retailer in the world now just getting in front of her. And I said, I really want to talk to you. Here's what I'm doing. And she set up a follow-up meeting with somebody on her team. And after that, it just, the momentum got going. And then months later, we signed a contract. And that was like a key moment for us because that partnership and that launch just like essentially helped the business really take off. Through this network, we're all kind of elevating the industry towards more transparency, towards education. Because you know our position is really, it's not about telling a customer what ingredient is good or bad. Because I think there's a lot of that information out there. And it's still very confusing, at least from my perspective. And so for me, like, you know, our goal is to be a source, a resource for whatever customers care most about, whether it's them wanting to find vegan products or finding organic products or just finding products that don't have parabens or maybe finding products that have coconut oil, right? It's not necessarily always the avoiding. It's sometimes the things that you want to find and just makes it hard to find. And so we're at a point now where we are working with now some of the biggest brands in the industry. And our goal is to really to work and partner with all brands. It's really interesting because when I was working at that time and I was busy, right? I was trying to like reach out to clients and customers, but I was also trying to build a database and I was also trying to network and do all of these different things. And you don't know which one is the one thing that's going to take off. And I feel like that approach, at least for me, wasn't what was creating results. So once I switched to something where it was more measured and it was more defined and it's kind of set that goal and created that timeline, I feel like I moved so much faster and I could then measure it. I think it's something as basic as like setting something that's measurable is step one. And if I had even started that earlier, like I could have then said, okay, this isn't working. So let me pivot to something else. I think I was at the end of the rope where I was like, this is the only thing I'm going to bank on or try to make sure I drive towards. But I feel like for any entrepreneurs, it's really about 
that cadence of like, even if the goal doesn't have to be three months, like you can create it, right? This week I'm accomplishing this, or, you know, this month, this is what I'm going to get done. Then I feel like, well, you can always look back and instead of those doubts that we all feel sometimes we're like, oh man, I feel like I didn't get anything done. Actually, you can look back and say, no, these are the things I accomplished because I actually set that goal and yet I can measure what I did. You know, step one is just measure and set that goal that's defined to build your confidence. If you can just remember to do that in some sort of regular cadence, you know, on your work stream, I feel like you'll always feel like capable to take on those uncomfortable things that we do as entrepreneurs of putting ourselves out there and getting out of our comfort zone because you feel like that baseline confidence, it's nurtured. As an entrepreneur, even if you have friends who are entrepreneurs, like within your business, it feels sometimes really isolating. And the idea that there was this community of other entrepreneurs who would actually be in very different fields was really enticing to me. I was scared. I was like, I don't know if this is right for me because I'm not, you know, a typical entrepreneur and, and I didn't feel like I fit, you know, the normal bucket of people that join the program. But I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad I kind of just did it with, okay, just hope this is going to be a good thing. It's the sense of like very positive support, a positive community that, you know, is there and it's not time consuming in the sense of like, you know, it's not that everyone needs to all your time all the time, but I feel like it's this like anchor that I have once every three months that I go to. And it's like a crew of like, you know, people that are rooting for you that you're rooting for. And it's really surprising, like how much all of our problems are the same, even though we're in completely different places of our business, completely different industries. It's constantly like relatable, whatever people are sharing, you can relate to, or whatever you feel you want to share. Like somebody has something or perspective or some just like ear on just being empathetic around what that is and different things that are happening. So I feel like for me, the things I'm getting away is community and just the sense that everything I learn or I hear is really valuable, even though it comes from a different perspective. When we asked Sabrina about anything else you would have done and the way you started off. And she said, well, I learned this in coach. She said the most important thing is to have measurable goals. Of course, this fits in very, very deeply with our new book with Hay House, which is coming out in October of 2021, and it's The Gap and the Gain. But how you measure your goals, what kind of goals you have will combine both success and happiness. In other words, I know entrepreneurs who are successful, they're just never happy. And I said, so it lies in how you measure, so everybody sets goals, but make a measurable goal so that when you achieve them, it's the truth. You know, it's actually the truth. You're not making this up in your brain, you actually achieved it. And there's only two ways to set measurable goals. And that is, it has to have a date for an event that's gonna happen. If I got a contract with this big company, that's a huge win, and I'm going to do it in 90 days. And you put it on the calendar, and you do it on 90 days, and you got the contract. That's an event. It's on the calendar. It's the truth, and that's a win. And the other one is anything that's got a number to it, you know. Okay, I've got this one big contract. Within the next six months, I'm going to have three more contracts just like this, okay? Number, timeline event, okay? And then when you win, you celebrate. It's happy, you know, it's happy to do that. And I do it every night. I do three wins for the day. What else happened today? Doesn't matter, I had three wins. What's gonna happen tomorrow? Three more wins. Better wins tomorrow? Of course. 
And I just go day by day by day, and I'm always measuring backwards. I just feel that makes you happy as an entrepreneur, and happy entrepreneurs make their families happy, happy entrepreneurs make their friends happy, happy entrepreneurs make their teams happy, happy entrepreneurs are very attractive to new customers and clients. You only get happy as an entrepreneur is by setting measurable goals, achieving them, and seeing them as wins.